I'm Not a Gentleman is a production of ChaseAndRider.com. And the reason why I'm not picking a pair of Oxfords is because, in my opinion, Oxfords don't work casually. There are exceptions, of course. So if the Oxfords are done in suede, that automatically makes them more casual. So yes, in that case, you can definitely wear suede Oxfords casually. Jeans, out trousers and sport coats, etc. And also, assuming that the Oxfords are heavily brogued, meaning that they have holes running through them, like a wingtip or something like that, or full brogue, then yes. Yo, what up? Welcome to I'm Not a Gentleman, the show designed to help you look stylish without following trends. I'm your host, Vladimir Richet, your favorite menswear YouTuber's favorite menswear YouTuber. I've helped dozens of clients and hundreds of students and viewers feel more confident by looking their best and always making a great first impression. Welcome to episode 33 of I'm Not a Gentleman, a.k.a. the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar episode. So in episode 31, I went over what I would do if I was starting from scratch, but it was all about the mindset. And this week, I want to talk about the pieces that I would get. One question that I get posed often is, where should they start if they wanted to get into classic menswear? Because there is a distinction. Sometimes clients want to know what should they wear for an event that they have coming up, or maybe they have a new job that they have to start dressing up for. But sometimes it's just guys that are looking to get into classic menswear. They don't really have an event that's coming up or anything like that. It's just that they want to start dressing better, and they want to take baby steps into buying this type of clothes because guys do get intimidated because they don't really know where to start. They want to start dressing better. Maybe it's because they're getting older and they feel that it's time. Or maybe it's because they've been influenced by someone. It could be a movie, it could be somebody on social media, or it could just be a coworker. And they want to start dressing better and they're trying to see where they should start. And that's exactly what we're going to cover in this episode. Intro. Back in that, back in that bag again. Whoa, whoa. So yeah, as I was saying, man, people do ask me where should they start if they want to get into classic menswear. It's a really good question because that's what's going to determine your success. As I mentioned in episode 31, so the starting point is very, very crucial. And when I started, I definitely didn't start on the right foot. Uh, like I like to tell people, and I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast, but my first suit was a chalk stripe navy suit. And that's never really a good idea as your first suit because you want to have something that's versatile. And when you wear it, people don't really realize that it's the same suit. And you can't really hide a um, chalk stripe navy suit, man. So I got some bad advice and ultimately I blame myself you know, I should have known better, but I didn't. And um, that's what I'm trying to avoid for you guys so you don't have to make the same kind of mistakes that I made when I was coming up. So as I was saying, the first thing that you want is to have something that's versatile. So the first thing that I would get if I was starting out now, and once again, not because of an event, just because I want to start dressing better, it would be a navy suit. 
if you've been listening to me for a long time, I know you're probably wondering why am I picking navy? Because typically I pick charcoal as the first suit to have. And that's not to say there's anything wrong with navy. I love navy suits. I just feel like too many people have navy and not that many people have charcoal. So that's why I lean towards charcoal. But they're really one and one A. There's not a huge difference. It also comes down to preference. But if somebody really wants to know my opinion, then I usually go with charcoal. But in the case of somebody that's floating out and they're looking to get into menswear, I would pick navy. But not just any navy suit. This is the distinction. The navy suit that I would pick would have to be a casual suit. And let me break that down for you. So by casual, I'm talking about a suit that's very relaxed. So in other words, the shoulders shouldn't be heavily padded. It should have patch pockets as opposed to flaps. It should have notch lapels as opposed to a pick lapel. And definitely no ticket pocket. You'll see why I'm picking that later. So a suit like that is still going to be very versatile. Because I know some might be thinking, well, isn't that suit a little bit too casual? Absolutely not. Some of the things that we notice, most people don't notice them. Personally, 80% of my suits are made in that configuration. And I never had not one person tell me, man, you're just very casual. <laughs> people usually tell me I'm overdressed before they tell me I'm casual. You know, even if you're wearing a sport coat, people think that you're suited. So no, it's not too casual. You just notice those things because you know about them. So that's what I would pick as my first suit. Now, the reason why I'm picking this type of style is because the second piece that I would get would be a pair of medium gray trousers. You see where I'm going with this? Okay. If you don't, it's because I want to pair the navy suit jacket with the medium gray trousers just to add more versatility to the suit. In other words, the suit can play in multiple positions. Now, this is not something that I would advise all the time because you still want the jacket and the trousers to age simultaneously. But if you're on a pinch, you're not really looking to spend a lot of money because you're not even sure this is something that you're going to like yet. That's how I would go about it. Now, eventually, once you start getting into it, you're like, man, this is really dope. I want to go further. Then at that case, I would recommend that you get a real blazer to wear more casually with your medium gray trousers. But in the meantime, that's a good way to have your wardrobe go even deeper without having a whole lot of pieces. As far as materials for the suit and the trousers, I would recommend something for season. Um, typically, I tell my clients they should dress for the season, meaning they should have multiple different wardrobes, if you will, like one fall and winter wardrobe and one spring and summer wardrobe. But when somebody's just starting out, typically they don't really want to do that because once again, they're not even 100% sure that this is the route that they want to take yet. They're just testing the waters. So in that case, something that they can wear in all four seasons is a pretty good idea. As far as shirts, I would recommend two dress shirts and one button-down collar shirt. Uh, by dress shirt, I'm referring to a regular shirt with like a, a spread collar or semi-spread collar, depending on the shape of your face. And by button-down collar, I'm referring to the shirts 
that you button the collar down to the body of the shirt. Those kind of shirts are more casual than your typical spread collar shirts. And when you're wearing the suit, that's when you would wear the the dressier shirts. And the reason why I'm choosing two is because I would do a white one and I would do one in light blue. And for the button-down collar shirt, I would do maybe a stripe, blue and white stripe, would probably what I would go with for that one. I've seen guys wear button-down collar shirts with suits. Um, my guy Benedict from Shibumi does it really well as an example. I've never done it myself. So a couple of things about me. Number one, when I'm wearing a sport coat or a um, a blazer, I never wear a tie. So I always wear those with button-down collar shirts. And when I'm in a suit, I never wear a button-down collar shirt. I always wear a spread collar shirt. I'm not saying that my way is the right way. I'm just telling you what it is that I do. Um, so personally, I wouldn't wear a suit with a button-down collar shirt. But once again, I've seen it done um, with a tie. And uh, assuming that the shirt has a really nice collar roll, it can definitely work. And that's not to say I'll never do it. I've just never done it. So um, that's the reason why I would say you should have two different style of shirts. Now, let's discuss my favorite subject, shoes. There are two types of shoes that I would recommend. And what you have to keep in mind with shoes, you definitely want something that's going to be versatile. That way you can wear it with a suit as well as wear it with um, your out trousers and suit jacket combination. So the first pair of shoes that I would recommend would be a pair of um, tassel loafers, um, maybe in a dark brown suede. I find those shoes to be the most versatile. And that's because you can wear them with a suit and you can wear them more casually with your out trousers and sport coat. And you can even wear it with jeans without a problem. Actually, they look beautiful with jeans. So that's what I would recommend as the first pair. For the second pair, I would recommend a pair of Splito Derbies. And just like the tassel loafers before, the Splito Derbies are also going to be extremely versatile. As far as the shade, I would recommend something in probably a burgundy or Axe Blood, which is a little bit darker than burgundy, but still in the same family. And that style in that color will be extremely versatile. Once again, you can dress it up and you can dress it down. And the reason why I'm not picking a pair of Oxfords is because, in my opinion, Oxfords don't work casually. There are exceptions, of course. So if the Oxfords are done in suede, that automatically makes them more casual. So yes, in that case, you can definitely wear suede Oxfords casually. Jeans, out trousers and sport coats, etc. And also... Assuming that the Oxfords are heavily brogued, meaning that they have holes running through them, like a wingtip or something like that, or a full brogue, then yes, those will look much better worn casually than, let's say, a plain cap toe or punch cap toe, in my opinion. So it can be done, but I just find the Splito Derby and the Tassel Loafers work much better with a suit than in Oxford, would work casual. So just to recap, I would start with a navy suit, but I would make the jacket casual. 
So in other words, using the jacket as a blazer. And the second piece that I would get would be a pair of medium gray trousers. Now you can also do a charcoal gray trouser or even, let's say, some type of brown. But I definitely find medium gray to be the most versatile trouser color. And also, if you're not familiar, there's a look called the security guard look, which is the classic menswear uniform. And that's always the blue blazer with gray trousers. Most of the time, medium gray trousers. Although, once again, it also works with charcoal or light gray or whatever. But medium gray is right in the middle of those two colors. So typically, it's probably the most versatile one out of the three, the three shades of gray. I hope that was helpful. Oh, by the way, I have something extremely special that I'm working on. Out of everything that I've done so far, this is the thing that I'm most excited about. And uh, you'll be hearing about it on the podcast in a few weeks. But the first to hear about it will be the people on my email list. So if you're one of the guys who appreciate what I do and you feel like I've helped you in the past, definitely get on my email list, man. And the way that you do that is by downloading my free ebook, The Seven Style Mistakes That You're Making Right Now. The link is in the show notes. And um, that way you can get notified about the thing that I'm working on. It's extremely special. And I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. But the first people who are going to hear about it will be my email list. So definitely get on that so that you can get notified about that thing that I have coming up. Once again, if you're a fan of what I do and you really appreciate how I do what I do, definitely get on my email list so we can communicate outside of the podcast. So this is the part of the podcast that I like to call I Got a Story to Tell. Although this one is not really a story per se. But um, a couple weeks ago, last week actually, I'm minding my own business and I um, see this comment that came on my um, my YouTube and it was regarding one of the podcast episodes. Basically, it was like a three-part comment. He had it numbered number one, number two, and number three. And uh, the first one was, the art doesn't do you justice. I would not have it as the first thing that prospective subscribers see when they consider my videos. Number two, I'm not a gentleman, question mark. Are you sure that this is your best foot forward? The art is like your calling card and like your outfit on YouTube. Why would you have it be anything but classy? Number three. That beanie is not a good look for you, especially not on the artwork. I can't pull them off either, so I wear a fedora. It might be a short guy thing. I love your channel, and I'm glad you returned after your hiatus. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know. I don't even really know where to start, but I'll start here. Just because I'm on a podcast on YouTube or on Instagram giving menswear advice, does not mean that I myself is asking for advice. So I feel like a lot of guys, they want to return the favor, I guess, and feel like they should be giving me advice. I don't want your advice. If I want your advice, I'll ask. Second, a few guys have a problem with me wearing tailored clothing with a beanie. I'm not going to get into it here about why I do it, but the fact of the matter is I do it. But I'm not looking for approval when I do it. That's just what I do. 
And as far as making a bad first impression, in his view, I can care less about that. You know, I make videos and I do this podcast because I have something to teach. I've been through it and I figured other guys can benefit and learn from my mistakes. Nothing more, nothing less, man. I'm not only here looking for anybody's approval. And um, funny enough, for every one guy that doesn't click on one of my videos or a podcast because it's me wearing a beanie, there are five of them that I truly care about that click on it because I'm wearing a beanie. So me wearing a beanie with tailoring is a lot bigger than me. But once again, I'm not going to get into it in this episode. And number three, he's like passing his insecurities on me, saying that the beanie is not a good look for you and he can't pull them off either. It must be a short guy thing. What the hell does that guy do with me, man? <laughs> I mean, just because you can't pull off a beanie, what the hell does that guy do with me? Because I know I'll pull it off. You know what I mean? It's like he's putting his insecurities on me. I just don't really understand that. Dion said it himself, man. Your opinion of me is not the opinion that I have of myself. So what would you think that you not being able to pull off a beanie has to do with me? I put it off well. <laughs> People are funny, man. But last but not least, the funniest part about the comment is the ending. I love your channel, and I'm glad that you returned after your hiatus. It's the passive-aggressive for me. You don't have to end it with a backhanded compliment. You have something to say, say it with your chest, and keep it moving, man. But just wanted to have this little public announcement just in case anybody else is thinking about giving me unsolicited advice. If I want advice, I'll ask. So thanks for tuning in to episode 33, what I would buy if I were just getting into menswear, and come back again next week for another fire episode of I'm Not a Gentleman. Peace. Back in that, yeah. Tell them to watch.